Welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I am Victoria, your host, and I help women to create food and body freedom so they can live a life fueled by confidence and self-love. I'm so grateful that you've chosen me to be in your ear today. In these podcast episodes, I'll be talking about food freedom, body confidence, and everything to do with self-love. So thank you for being here. Let's get started. Okay. Okay, I'm live on both. Hi guys. Welcome to another episode. Today I'm talking about self-confidence. So I'm going to give you five tips on how to become more self-confident. And I don't just mean self-confident in your body, I mean self-confident in yourself in general, right? So I want to start off as always by asking you a question. What does it mean to you to be self-confident? So just have a think about that for a moment. What does it mean to you to be self-confident? So to me, self-confidence means showing up for myself, not being afraid of what people think of me and not being afraid of when people are going to judge me. And I say the word when, not if, because people judge people all the time. It's just a matter of, it's just a part of life, right? So we can never stop people judging us, but we can be so self-confident within ourselves that it doesn't matter what people judge us about. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you what self-confidence is in the dictionary. So self-confidence is it says confidence comes from the Latin word probably say this wrong fidera which means to trust. So therefore having self-confidence is having trust in oneself. And I really do believe that because the more we trust ourselves, the more self-confident we are. So I want to ask you another question. If you imagined that you were seeing yourself from through someone else's perspective, through someone else's eyes, you walked into a room and you saw you and then a group of other people sat around a table, for example, and they were the, the people including you were discussing something. They were discussing goals they were gonna meet, they were gonna they were gonna meet, they were discussing a goal. Would you bet on yourself? That's what self-trust is. So if you were looking at yourself through someone else's eyes, would you see you knowing who you are? Would you bet on yourself to reach a goal, whatever that goal was that they were discussing? So would you bet on yourself? That's a really powerful question. And why or why not would you bet on yourself? So it's a, it's a great journal prompt to sit with. Would you bet on yourself? Why or why not? And as with most things that I teach, um, self-confidence is all about changing your mindset. So I'm going to give you five tips to implement into your life to dramatically improve your self-confidence. And I've, if you if you adapt these, you absolutely will. Okay, so number one, stop flaking on yourself and keep the promises that you make to yourself. So number one is keep the promises you make to yourself. Would you break promises to people that you love dearly? If you love and care about someone, would you willy-nilly break promises to them? 
And if the answer is no, then I invite you to work on your character as a person. But seriously though, how many times have you promised yourself something, right? And then broke that promise to yourself? Perhaps you promised yourself you would walk um, an hour every day, five days a week, yet after one successful week, you started making excuses not to go. You started to say yes to other people's needs before your own. So you ran out of time to go on the walk that you had planned. This also has a lot to do with self-sabotage as well, which I have two blog posts about, so check that out on the blog this video will be posted to. But the questions we really need to ask ourselves are, why do I break the promises that I make to myself? Why? And do I feel worthy enough to not let myself down and follow up with actually keeping the promises I make to myself? So do you think that you are worthy of keeping your own promises? And if not, why not? If you do want to sit with these journal questions, they'll be on the blog, so I really invite you to do that. Um, but one thing I would like to say before I move on to tip number two is are the promises you're making to yourself too unrealistic? So I am all about high achievement, you know, goal setting, becoming your higher self. I'm all about that. But it's so easy to put a load of pressure on ourselves, the kind of expectations and pressure that we would never dream of putting on other people but we put them on ourselves, right? High achievers, I see you. You're just like me. It's pressure, high expectations, never good enough. But would you put that kind of pressure on somebody that you love and care about? I'm all about high achievers, like I said, but let's become realistic. Is the goals that you're setting, is the promises that you're making to yourself actually doable? For example, have you promised yourself that you're going to go to the gym six days a week when you know that's actually a lot to ask yourself because you've not set foot in a gym for like over a year or the time commitments that you have is almost impossible to actually get to the gym six days a week. Is it actually doable, right? Have you promised yourself that you're never going to eat sugar ever again because the wonderful Davina McCall has done it and she said it's the best thing she's ever done but no sugar, forever. Like really? What about when your mum makes her famous scones or when your friend suggests that you go to that little cafe that you like and share the cake that you love? So just get realistic with yourself, be honest with yourself and set goals and make promises that you A, are passionate about, so you have a, a deep reason why you want to keep that promise to yourself and B, ones that are actually doable. And manageable so that's number one is keep promises to yourself in order to improve your self-confidence number two is follow your envy so what do I mean by that wanting something that we haven't got it's part of our DNA it's part of being a human right but envy and those yucky heavy feelings that come with it don't have to be seen as bad, they don't have to be seen as negative, because underneath the layers of the envy is a desire for something that you want. And if you desire something, you can absolutely create it, have it, experience it in your life, otherwise you wouldn't be desiring it, that's just how the universe works. 
So for example, um, when you get to the root cause of your envy, you can start looking at what the root cause is and then implementing those experiences into your life now whilst you're working on the thing that you want. For example, are you envious of someone else's money? And then get curious and ask yourself, why are you envious of someone else's money? Is it because maybe they have the freedom in their life? Hence, having the money, they have freedom to do things, go places, etc. If so, how can you create more freedom in your life now whilst you're working towards those goals and dreams and desires? Do you see where I mean? So follow your envy. What are all the layers underneath your envy? Why do you want the thing that you're envious about? And how can you create more of that in your life now whilst you're working towards something? Okay, tip number three, get out of victim mode. And I'm gonna give you some tough love here because wallowing in self-pity, throwing a never-ending pity party for yourself isn't the answer for anything apart from maybe attracting more pitiful people into your pity party. How enough? Good, isn't it? Um, life throws, but on a serious note, no, life throws some serious, hard, painful shit at us sometimes. It does, you know? But it's how we react to those things. And it's how we think and then what we choose to do next. That's what matters. And I fully believe in my heart, that everything happens for a reason, even the bad things, even the painful things, even the really seriously shit fucked up, excuse my language, things that happen to you, they happen for a reason. The universe doesn't assign you anything that you can't handle either. That's really important to know. For example, um, are you trapped in, or have you been trapped in a abusive, domestic violent relationship that was more violence than love and kindness. That's my personal experience. So have you also experienced that? What can you learn from that experience? How can you become a better, stronger person? How can you help others through going through the same thing as what you went through? How can you help them now from your standpoint after being, being experienced and going through that, right? What skill or life skill or character building have you evolved into through experiencing that trauma? As harsh as this sounds, and I say this in the most loving way possible, what good is it feeling sorry for yourself? What good is it wishing that it didn't happen to you? There's, there's none, there's no good whatsoever in wishing something didn't happen to you or feeling sorry for yourself because all you're gonna do is invite more suffering into your life because pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. Pain plus resistance equals suffering. Pain plus feeling sorry for yourself equals suffering, you see? It's up to you, you have a choice. Take your power back, get help if you need to get help, decide to move on with your life and grow from whatever life throws at you. That's a really powerful tip. What that was number three that I've just said. Um, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Take back your power. And number tip number four is failure is feedback, right? 
failure is feedback. Failure is all about your perspective. So if you see failure as a negative thing, then you're going to act negatively after that or be hard on yourself or see it as a bad thing. I actually don't see failure as a negative. I see it as how I, how can I improve next time? I see it as a test to my dedication and grit and determination as to how bad I want it, whatever it is I'm going after. I see it as a test. I see it as how I can grow, how I can be better and do better with what I'm trying to achieve. Your perception is either your power or your prison. And there's so much truth in that saying because choose it for you, choose it for it to be your power, right? Decide to see failure as a positive. My smart eight-year-old niece, Evie, said this to me last year. She said, failure stands, fail stands for first attempt in learning. So take a leaf out of her book. Okay, number five. Tip number five to build up your self-confidence. Chase your goals, but be flexible with the how. So what I mean by this is, when going after our goals, first of all, affirm that anything is possible. We can have, do and be anything we want in this world. All you need to do is have a fierce desire, grit, determination and belief to make it happen. As a soul living in a human experience, which is what we all are, there's no difference between you and Richard Branston, for example. All and many successful people, there's so many successful people in the world, whatever you define as success, by the way, it doesn't have to be millionaires that are out there for the world to see. Success could mean anything to you. But successful people out there, all they did is follow their heart and let nothing get in their way. They just followed their heart and they were brave. So you can do the same. So I want to ask you, and I invite you to journal on these questions, what is your heart saying to you? What is your secret dream, right? What is your secret dream? The law of attraction states that whatever you want is available to you to actually have in real life. It's a law of attraction that uses a power of the mind to translate whatever is in our thoughts, we can materialize them into reality over time. So in basics, all thoughts turn into things eventually. And that I believe that fully in my heart and it is the law of the universe and it's also quantum physics. So if you don't believe in the woo-woo stuff, research quantum physics and you can physically see with proof how thoughts create your reality. It's mind-blowing. If you focus on negative doom and gloom, you'll remain under that gloomy cloud. If you focus on positive things, your, that you aim to achieve, you will find a way to achieve those things and take massive action. You absolutely will. Negativity breeds negativity. Positivity breeds positivity. And when we understand the way the law of attraction works, life gets just so fun and it becomes like a, just a big game. It's amazing. So whatever you want, you can have. And I really recommend you read the book, Ask and it is given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, or listen to it, it's an audible book as well, it's, it's incredible. But the important factor in this is not to get caught up on the how. So when you're chasing your goals, 
don't caught, get caught up on the how you're going to do it because when you are when you take action a little baby step towards something that you want so you have to take some form of action whatever action feels right for you at the time that's enough then what will happen the universe will deliver so people places and things will come into your life experience to help you make your goals happen that's the exciting thing and if you're focused too much on the exact how how are you going to do it how are you going to achieve the money get the partner get the car etc whatever it is for you you'll be missing out on the opportunities that come into your life that will take you where you want to go so whatever feels right take that action stay open with your heart and your mind be flexible get excited because it's exciting see it as a game don't take it too seriously practice patience and enjoy the ride so there's five tips to improve your self-confidence let me know if any of them work and if you'd like help with your own self-confidence journey or achieving your goals or stopping binge eating or creating a healthy lifestyle reach out to me because I offer a free coaching call. During this call, we talk about all the many ways that you can work with me. We find out if we're actually a good fit to work together. And if not, either way, you'll leave the call feeling empowered, have a full action plan on what to do next to reach where you want to be. So if you, if you want to have a chat with me, reply down these videos below or visit my website. And I really hope to speak to you soon. Mwah. See you next time. Where's my mouse gone? Someone wants, oh, hey, Jess, I didn't see you there. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you're here. Please share this podcast with a friend. I want to get this message of self-love, body confidence and food freedom around the world. So please just take a moment to rate this podcast. It would mean the world to me and share it with a friend. Thank you. Lots of love.